0: what's up everyone thank you for taking the time to spend with us on everybody's favorite tv film and entertainment podcast what is it kevin
1: it is tv channeling, channeling,
0: channeling,
1: channeling. yeah add the echo and post
0: yeah <laughs> yeah that's not <laughs> happening but anyway <laughs> thanks for giving me more assignments uh yeah but no <laughs> my name is
1: tachi And my name is Kevin, and we are super excited to be here because we have a special. So special, it's going to take two parts to get it done, Tachi. Two parts. I, I mean, I'm excited about that. We're
0: giving you value ladies and gentlemen
1: (laughs) so much value all right so we're super psyched because uh like us you might have a lot more free time on your hands uh kind of against your will so we thought that we would count down our top five uh shows to watch when you're you know under self-quarantine or you know shows to stream when you're under quarantine
0: Oh, that rhymed.
1: Uh, it does. Wow, I wonder how that happened. I don't so, know. are so <laughs> We're, we're, we're going to count down our, uh, our top five part one and top five part two. And some of you out there who are trying to be contrary because you're a little grumpy because you can't get out and you can't use your dating app like you used to are like, wait a minute. Isn't that a top ten? It's not. It's two top fives. Two of them. <laughs> Take that.
0: Don't start with me.
1: I don't somebody's have any hand quarant- sanitizer. Don't start with me.
0: So, <laughs> somebody's been quarantined for too long. <laughs> A anyway, too long. <laughs> all right. So, who starts?
1: Okay, Tachi, you get the party started. So, what is your number five? of part one of our shows to stream when you're under quarantine.
0: Number five of I part one of the shows <laughs> to stream when you're under quarantine. <laughs> would be the Twilight Zone.
1: Wow. Yes. Interesting. So are we going old school or new school Twilight oh, Zone?
0: You know what? Either one, but I was really thinking old school, the original Rod Serling Twilight Zone. So, you know, there are actually three iterations of the Twilight Zone, the originals, uh, which were from the, oh, what were 19, late 1950s on uh, um, until... Who I want to say till the mid '60s or almost late '60s. Then they had another version that came about in the '80s. Meh. Yeah, I think that, <laughs> that-, that was
1: on for less than a season. So then we have the the current version that is on CBS All Access. That's yes. Uh, that's uh, what is his name? Who's behind it? The the director of uh, um,
0: Jordan Peele.
1: Jordan Peele, yeah, director of Us and Get Out.
0: Yes, yes. So I would go for either the Jordan Peele version or the original Rod Serling version, definitely. But uh, my thought process was with the Rod Serling version, and I thought about that because if you think about uh, what happens on, on the Sci-Fi Network every January first.
1: Yeah, they have they have a Twilight Zone marathon
0: the Twilight Zone Marathon. And I am always glued to the screen. People know, don't bother me on January 1st, because chances are I'm watching the Twilight Zone. So I I thought, well, what other perfect time is there to do that than when you're under quarantine, on the scene, under quarantine?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah. Well, it it feels like we're living in an episode of the Twilight Zone. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) So it kind of.
0: It really fits. In fact, uh, it's too soon, but don't don't worry. This will become part of Twilight Zone uh, episode or episodery. It's not even a word, but I'm making it one. Episodery.
1: Well, yeah, sometimes some, some sh- uh, picks are too perfect because I actually thought about Grey's Anatomy as a potential show only because there's so many episodes to stream. But it's just like, yeah, I don't need to see any. I don't want to see any face mask. I don't want to see anybody in a lab coat. So that's why I didn't make my cut. Yeah, no, it's too soon. It's not too soon now. For all no, that. When we when we do our when we do our uh, shows to stream after quarantine, then maybe Grey's will be the- <laughs> as, well, a tri- as a tribute to all of the people, all the medical professionals out there fighting to save us and keep us safe. Yeah, well, <laughs> but not Absolutely. now. And, and <laughs> not by now. the
0: way, thank you. But that's not going to happen either because after quarantine, nobody's going to be watching TV. Everybody's going to be outside. Okay? Well, you'll be you'll be,
1: you'll be you'll be you'll be outside amongst you'll, you'll be watching it with friends. That's the difference. You'll be streaming it with friends as opposed to streaming it if you live by yourself, by uh, uh, on your own, because you can't, uh, yeah, because uh, you can't have anybody near you, because mm-hmm. yeah, you could contaminate them, they could contaminate you, like the whole thing. Yeah, so, I
0: still think I'll be six feet away from people even after this. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> so. Oh, yeah. The so,
1: social distancing is real. It's real for real. It is staying in effect for some of us. Yeah,
0: it's for real. For real. So I, uh, so I guess I want to know what your number five of the first part. Uh, sorry, yeah, the first part.
1: <laughs> we keep it simple here on your TV cute channel. Little moniker. <laughs> it shows the stream when you're under quarantine.
0: Thank you. The, okay. So number five of shows to stream when you're under quarantine? Uh, you're, what's your number five?
1: Okay, my number five, because I, I need to laugh right now. <laughs> I don't know if you can tell, I could use a laugh. I think we all could. So I had to go with something, my first pick had to be something funny. So it's a little show called The IT Crowd. It is ah. a British, it's a rom-com, a, a British, I mean a rom-com, it's a British uh, comedy, a Britcom. I love, something about people with British accents just when they're funny, it makes them even more funny. Um, And I absolutely love the IT crowd, so let me give you the synopsis of the show. The show uh, is described as, according to IDB, uh, uh, the comic misadventures of Roy, uh, um, uh, Roy, Moss, and the uh, uh, gifted supervisor Jen. Um, I'm sorry, not grip. Gifted grift. Uh, grifting supervisor Jen. <laughs> gifted <laughs> grifter. What grift, grifting? <laughs> grifting. Uh, a ragtag team of IT support workers at a large corporation, headed by the hot. Uh, headed by a hot-headed yuppie. Anyway, the show is everything. It is so farcical. It is so crazy. It is so wacky. Um, it is just. It's. It's the antidote for what's going on right now it is the show is can be surreal it's always funny it's it can be smart but it can also just be straight up silly and sometimes you need silly sometimes you need a pratfall and this is one of those times the show genuinely is something that i can rewatch. now most of the shows on my list are shows that i feel have rewatchability. i'm not a person classically once i watch something even if i really like it i really can't re-watch things or if i can re-watch it it literally takes like a decade for me to like revisit something but this is one of those comfort food shows that i have watched on netflix a couple of times so it's available on Ooh. netflix there um uh the it crowd has 25 episodes uh so it's not like it's going to be a huge investment not that you have a not that you don't have tons of time on your hand uh, so right now we all do but it's a it's only 25 episodes so fun you i I dare you not to laugh i dare you not to laugh so it's it's something that's so fun that i just i I recommend it anytime but especially now
0: absolutely okay that's a good pick i haven't seen it and it's on netflix so it's on netflix oh my god tachi
1: oh get back to me i you were you will Thank me. I am actually jealous of you for never having seen it before. These characters are so classic, and you've never seen anything quite like the dynamic of the relationship of the main three characters. It's, It's so original, so fun. They tried to do an American version of it that never even made it on TV. They actually did film it, but it did not make it onto TV. They actually had one of the original characters from the original British version. Uh, do an American version and if anybody out there has access to those episodes I would still like to see it. I'm curious about what they did what they changed because a lot of uh, things uh, When they tried to translate them from the British version to the American version just don't work One of the huge hits of the past was a uh, coupling was a huge hit It was basically the British version of friends. It was a, a juggernaut in the UK and when they did an American version it fell flat and it fell hard, and it fell fast.
0: Because they did a terrible job of translating it. I loved coupling. I used to watch that all the time. It was hilariously funny, but when they did, I watched a couple of episodes of the American version. I'm like, this is terrible. This is nothing like the British version.
1: Yeah, I did not like the uh, American version either. Another show that, that 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 they tried to translate, and if you can stream this, this is, this is an old school show, but it is still, to me, a funny show that is is ageless as far as just laughs is are you being served oh yes there was an american version of are you being served (laughs) and they actually did a remake of are you being served a uk remake that just fell flat but oh my god the original are you being served oh my god so funny so if you can get to that anywhere and you are lucky enough to have never seen an episode of it watch it be pre- prepared to laugh your something may hurt so have some kind of a you know uh tylenol or something nearby because you will be bent over in laughter it is so funny so fun so classic um so if i don't even know oh where you can God, stream that. oh
0: um are you being so see that's the thing probably because those are all PBS things. And what happens is a lot of PBS stations do something called Britcoms or Britwit, and they'll show, are you being served uh, on Saturdays? This is like always Saturdays, or sometimes in the afternoon, they'll show another one that's really good. Keeping up appearances. I knew you
1: were gonna say keeping up appearances. Yes, That's yes. another classic thing to check out. So, if it may be they may, they may be available on BritBox to stream. I believe it I'm could not be. sure, but if uh, but if you have a chance to stream stream them, or if they're available for streaming on your local PBS, because some shows are available for streaming via the PBS app as well. So, um, look for those shows, because yeah, if you need to laugh and you and you love a British accent, then yeah, go to it. All right, Tachi, so what's your number four?
0: My number four of shows to stream while you're under quarantine.
1: Part one.
0: Part (laughs) one is The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. (gasps) (sighs) Yes, and this is on Amazon Prime, or Prime Video, as it's called. And this was something that I did not get into right away. I didn't start watching it right away. I mean, we have so much that we have to do. It started, like, really not too far from, well, it started a few months before we started the podcast. And so I was already watching so much stuff that I said, okay, I'll get to it. But I had a little bit of free time at one point, a couple of years ago, and I said, let me watch it. It's just so well done. If you don't know what it is, it actually is a period piece. And um, it actually features, it's set in the 1960s in New York City, early 1960s. Early 60s. Early 60s. Thank you for your, it's set in the early 1960s and it's a basically a housewife who discovers she has a knack for for comedy for stand-up comedy and she starts to pursue a career in that and it's just it's just really wonderful i am in love with the fashion in the marvelous mrs mazel as well so if you are a fashionista or fashionisto this is definitely the show to check out some vintage clothing as well But the storyline is just really well written and again it's something I didn't catch on to initially so now I've got all this you know content to watch on it so my number four pick The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel.
1: Yeah and there are three seasons of it and I'm just speaking of being like you know behind the times and like just having too much to do. I just started season three of Mrs. Maisel. I'm on episode two of season three. I burned through seasons one and two. Absolutely loved it. Oh, my God, Tachi. I don't know if you've seen season three already, but the production values. Oh, my God. The first two episodes, just the number of extras alone, the costumes, everybody in period costume. It is um, it's set in the early '60s, and it's like uh, it's 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 got kind of a like an almost an imagined kind of version of what the early '60s was like. It's 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 sort of based in reality, but it's kind of a little bit skewed because there's things in it that kind of happen that seem like oh, oh, you know what the term is a heightened reality. That's it. It's a heightened ah, reality. Uh, I, I
0: think sh- that's a good term.
1: The show is so vivid. It's just like it's like it's it's you feel like you're watching an MGM musical that. Technicolor, that super bright, like yes. everything pops kind of thing. The humor is so quick and so fun. The relationships, the dynamics, and you keep learning more about the characters. They keep unfolding, and you learning more about each of them. And in season three, I was just like, I, this show keeps surprising me. And um, I, I love that. I absolutely love it. So incredible pick, Tachi.
0: Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Don't you love a good surprise? I, I, I do. do. I do. Well, okay, i, I good, figured a
1: good surprise not a not a not a not a hand sanitizing surprise now but anyway oh,
0: <laughs> this man is still on hand sanitizer uh, so folks if anybody sees fit and you have some extra hand sanitizer please send it to kevin because <laughs> slide, into my, d- slide into my this,
1: dms with some hand sanitizer
0: please slide into his dms with some hand sanitizer because <laughs> the next time he talks about this i, I don't know what i'll say so, Kevin, to get your mind off of hand sanitizer, what is your number four pick?
1: My number four pick is um, a little something that, um, okay, another one of my criterias was looking for things that have a beginning, middle, and end. And um, this show is, uh, it's a family show, but it does have some rough edges. And I don't like, I like family things, but I can't handle things that are saccharine, that are saccharinely sweet. sweet. Um, I like sweet moments, believe me. And we all need some sweetness right about now. So mm. pa- pour some sugar on me. But, um... <laughs> oh! <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> but... <laughs> I don't like it when it's like not earned and when it's fake and this show absolutely is not and the the every heartfelt moment is earned and um uh, they don't cheat and 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 things get rough and things get grimy but there is love and there is hope uh and there's beauty all around. This show is Anne with an e um oh, mm. uh, so for those of you who don't know anything about it let me tell you a little bit about it. Um the description on IMDb is the adventures of a young orphan girl living in the late 19th century uh, f- uh, follow Anne as she learns to navigate her new life on Prince Edward Island. So basically it's a, it's a it's a new take on Anne of Green Gables. And so this is not like your uh uh your parents Anne of Green Gables. This is a this is an edgier um this is a more realistic telling of the story because there doesn't feel like a false note for all the things that stray from the original text that that were sometimes alluded to are are brought into stark reality but it absolutely is a family thing if even if you have kids i would watch it with kids and talk to them about some of the thornier or rougher edges of the show but the show is has so much heart the heroine of the show and is is plucky, uh, sometimes annoying, always strong, um, always kind. And um, there's just something about her and the relationship uh, that develops between her and the people who aren't looking for someone like her. They're actually a uh, 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 spinster uh, sister and brother who okay. are looking for a young boy to help them on their farm. And so they contact the orphanage. And then when they go to the train station to pick, the, pick him up, this girl shows up. And so you no know, there was some clearly some kind of mistake. and so the uh, they want to basically send her back and anyway, things develop from there. But the show is so gorgeous where it's filmed uh, on the island. It is so beautiful. the relationships, the period costumes, everything about it, not a false note, all of it per. Affection. um it actually had three seasons of uh, the, the 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 third and final season just dropped even though fans are very upset they're still begging netflix for a fourth season but the third season was designed to be the final season i'm hoping against hope that we get a fourth season but um i haven't even seen season three only because I, like, love it so much, I don't want it to end, and so I'm saving it as a treat for myself that, uh, the third and potentially final season. Netflix is like, no, it's the final season, Kevin, but all of us fans are like, no, it's not, no, no, <laughs> so, Gosh. hoping against hope for a fourth season, but, anyway, it is so beautiful, I can't recommend it enough, we need some love right now, and, um, this show has it.
0: Oh, and see, I have not. Wait, what network is it on again? It's on Netflix. It's on Netflix, so I can actually watch it. Yeah, you know
1: and with an E. So did you ever see any version of Anne of Green Gables before? Of
0: course. I grew up across the bridge from Canada. How can you not? It, Anne of Green Gables is a beloved ca- uh, Canadian character and Canadian book. So growing up across the bridge from Canada, it's compulsory. We read Anne of Green Gables. We saw the film, uh, the TV special. We saw the film, so absolutely
1: I'm telling you, this is this is a this is a this take on it is something you need to see.
0: Okay, okay, okay. I'm I'm excited. This is the second recommendation I'm taking from you. You better you better deliver, Kevin.
1: <laughs> All right, okay, Zotachi. What is your number three pick of part one?
0: Okay, my number three pick of part one of shows to stream when you're <laughs> under quarantine. <laughs> is the simpsons now i never get tired of this even with the old episodes there's always something that you can find new that you didn't see before and i am absolutely in love with the simpsons there are 30 seasons of the simpsons okay you now they are streaming on fxx the network. So you could just tune If you have FXX, you can watch that. The FXX is also on demand on certain places like Sling, etc. But because FX, the Simpsons are Fox, who was Fox acquired
1: by? Disney. I know what you're, I was going exactly, to interrupt you, but you're, you're going there.
0: Yeah, I need you not to interrupt because I'm going there. I'm going on a trajectory. So Fox was acquired by Disney. So you can watch... The Simpsons on FXX, You can watch it on Freeform. And you could also watch it on Disney Plus. All 30 episodes are on Disney Plus. 30 so, seasons. Sorry. 30 seasons, not episodes, but all 30 seasons are on uh, on Disney Plus. So you can watch and binge to your heart's desire. Can I tell you my favorite episode?
1: Um yes, I was gonna ask. That was my next question.
0: Oh, okay. Well ask me. So Tachi,
1: what is your favorite episode of The Simpsons?
0: Okay, my favorite episode of The Simpsons is when Troy McClure—you may know me from such uh, <laughs> shows—that Troy McClure uh, was trying to revive his career, right? Yes. And so he married. Aunt Selma, who is uh, Marge's sister. So because they people, they were like, oh, they want a family man or whatever. So he uh, married her and then he started getting, uh, offered all these roles. And his agent called him and said, what do you think about doing Planet of the Apes? He said, the movie? No, the music." And they <laughs> did the Planet of the Apes musical and they used the song um, Amadeus and they turned it into Dr. Zaius. So he was like, stop! Don't let him escape. Get your hands off me, me you, you dirty, dirty ape. <laughs> he could talk. He could talk. He could talk. He had to a that. <laughs> <laughs> that is my all time oh
1: favorite. <laughs> Simpsons episode. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! You know I need to see that episode right now, just because. Oh my god! That. Oh my god! The memories. Oh, you're right. No, that is a perfect choice because of the fact that it's on Disney Plus, and I actually uh, got a free trial of Disney Plus. Highly recommend right now. Um, the the seven days after seven days, watch everything you need to watch, because that's what I did. I got I got it for seven days, and I watched Frozen two. Um, um let's see, I watched Avengers Frozen Endgame. to Electric Boogaloo. I'm sorry, yeah, Frozen to Electric Boogaloo. It was. It was <laughs> I put some cardboard on the floor and I started breakdancing. dancing. It was so much fun. And then, <laughs> oh, you know what? Talking, I just let it go and just just started. You just breaking let it, it go. <laughs> and so, anyway. Oh dear. And then. <laughs> I watched Avengers Endgame, I watched Toy Story 4, and I watched all of The Mandalorian. So Ooh, all, of, all okay. of season one of The Mandalorian. I am all about the child. Oh my God. I would totally babysit Baby Yoda. Totally. I,
0: didn't I tell you? Didn't I tell you?
1: you t- yes, he is adorable. I finally, I am one of the last people to get on the train. But, oh, now that I'm on the train, I am si- I am sitting at the front of the train um, leading it. So yes. I absolutely yes. love Baby Yoda. And, the, and one thing I know it talks about about The Mandalorian is, you know what? It was really cool is The Mandalorian is straight up Hispanic. So, t- yes, Disney, being wow. all woke-ish. Well, so well, I was then,
0: about to say you might want to add that ish. Well, and it. also with
1: with uh and, w- and with uh Elsa in um uh, Frozen two, maybe potentially having a uh, female love interest, maybe, kind of, sort of, wink, nod. Oh, well, see, so, I didn't watch Frozen too, so I don't know. Anyway, um, so, but being able to binge The Simpsons commercial-free is a completely different vibe when you don't have to, like, fast-forward through commercials or, wa- or sit through commercials. The energy and the pacing of the show is completely different when there's no commercials, and it's like, it's like 23 minutes of, like, comedy being thrown at your head like rapid fire, and you're right. There's so many things, that, so many jokes sometimes that you Will miss especially the visual jokes there's oh my god whenever they go to like a mall or driving down the street the signs <laughs> on the stores yes every time <laughs> every time are so funny so fun what a great pick and there's literally you'll never be done You'll never be done. No. If you started like trying to bid you it literally 30 seasons of like t- at least 22 episodes per season. I somebody who's better at math help me. Um that's a lot of shows well over 300 shows t- uh, to get through such a fun show, such a great pick.
0: Uh, thank you. So check it out, The Simpsons. So, Kevin, what is your number 3 pick of shows to stream while you're under quarantine?
1: <laughs> okay. Stop. <laughs> Stop! making me laugh. Okay. All right. So, um, okay. Now, some people might think this is a weird pick because, um, <clears throat> excuse me. I love a murder mystery, and um, the what I love about murder mysteries, British murder mysteries in particular, is the fact that there's a, a contained world where there's where there's order and everything is beautiful and calm, especially when it's a period uh, uh, murder mystery. But then someone upsets the apple cart in a major way by, like, you know, stabbing somebody or something like that. And so there's all this this disorder. And then there is our intrepid detective's job to, you know, look at the clues and figure things out and look at relationships and come back and question things and look at things with a jaundiced eye. And then at the end of the... And the end of that hour everything has been lined up everything is back in order so if 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 you have some kind of disorder um and you have to have everything lined up in, in, in all your ducks in a row someone takes the ducks out of the row but it's our it's the job of the detective to put those ducks back in a row in and a at row. the end of every episode they're back in a row and there's something very satisfying about that and so this particular uh 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 who Done It is called Grandchester and mm. um the show uh, uh uh started in 2014 it is still running and it's a PBS show you can actually stream it on PBS on demand and you may be able to stream it on Britbox I believe as well and I absolutely love the show let me tell you a little bit about it uh let's see uh the show is uh about a uh uh about a, a clergyman finds himself uh investigating a series of mysterious uh, wrongdoings in a small village of Grandchester and so it takes place in the uh in the 50s and it is a feast for the eyes in more ways than one so um it, the the cinematography is impeccable the costumes impeccable the setting is is Oh my god uh what's the word bucolic just
0: Uh, i was about to say impeccable
1: Uh, (laughs) incredibly beautiful but uh, people talk about the show fleabag and having a hot priest oh you don't know hot priest until you check out grand chester so, um, Grant Chester has a clergyman who is conflicted. He loves God, but he also loves a sexy divorcee. Oh who will win? <laughs> will the Lord keep him or will that divorcee lure him away and make him put that collar down for good. So you have that story going on as well as each episode having a new murder or murders, depending on, you know, how things go. And, um, uh, the, the, uh, uh the clergyman, Sydney. he gets he uh he ends up befriending this police detective and he gets sucked into these uh murders and again it's beautiful and i idealized as this is this as this quaint british town is there is a seamy underbelly mm. and it goes down Oh. So, uh, so, I love it for that. <laughs> <laughs> I love the relationships I love the friendship between the detective and the clergyman and it's a it's a it's a complicated friendship and and it's a real kind of friendship where where things where things aren't always aren't always hashed out and there can be resentment and there can be judgment and apologies and just it feels like a genuine friendship, and the relationships uh, of of the of uh, not just the vicar but the the staff at the uh, uh, at the rectory, just it's so rich. And um, speaking of like I said, like things that have an ending. So the uh, character Sydney actually left the show um, uh, two seasons ago, and so you thought that like one hot priest was enough who super conflicted. Enter an even hot it's shocking how they found an even hotter priest when their hot priest left and oh let me mention this when the hot priest leaves he leaves for america and he leaves for america with his african american wife to fight for civil rights in the 1950s south no less wow love this show eye candy Uncompa- Again, that's another thing. No show has had a had priests that have to take their shirts off more than this show. <laughs> the re- oh my God, he's been stabbed. Let me take my shirt off to basically make a tourniquet. So anyway, there's constantly combining <laughs> reasons. <laughs> because uh, the collar wasn't enough, right? <laughs> oh my God, that, and that co- that collar gets steamy. So wow. so it's so it's actually it's, it's honestly is all joking aside it's a very thoughtful thought-provoking show. It deals with real questions about all kinds of different things about sexuality, about uh about abuse, about uh about uh women and um, uh what they what they what they should uh, be able to get out of life and what they want and what they can't get. All kinds of issues like that and all at the same time they still throw in a little bit of oh did oh, did, did you forget how hot our priest is take your shirt off <laughs> and then they oh okay oh, we're reminded we're reminded wow wow so, that's
0: a really good pick and tell yeah, us and again what network it's
1: on. It's on. It's available for on PBS on demand, and it's also on BritBox. And it is. It has something like I thought I wrote down how many episodes there were. I believe it's something like um, around thirty something episodes uh, thereabouts. And um, there is a new priest now, so I haven't actually seen. I've saw season one of the new priest. Who's super conflicted, and again smoking hot. And then there, uh, there's another season I haven't quite, I haven't seen yet, so I don't know when that's going to drop on PBS. But I believe that's already available in the UK. Uh, the season, the second season with the new priest.
0: Hmm. Wow. Well, so, right such on. Such
1: a fun show. I'm telling you, you will love it.
0: Okay, right. I'm gonna check that one out.
1: Okay, so Tachi, what is your fourth pick?
0: Um. You mean my
1: Is it your fifth? Is this your second, fourth? Second. Second? Okay, your number, you're number you number 2. You know I'm sorry. Yeah, you yeah, number, number What is your number 2 pick, Tachi?
0: Get it together, Kevin. My number 2 <laughs> <laughs> My number 2 pick is insecure.
1: Ah. Rae's so
0: insecure. So, it's for those of you are, who Wait, don't are you know,
1: are you secure with that pick,
0: Tachi? I'm very secure with that pick. Very secure, and I'm about to tell you why. I love this show. So I've been following Issa Rae for a while. I watched her web series, Awkward Black Girl, and fell in love with it. And Insecure is actually partially based off of that web series. It is co-written by Issa Rae and Larry Wilmore of Daily Show fame. And he had the Larry Wilmore show for a minute. (laughs) And so, um, and remember how we uh, found out that Larry Wilmore was actually involved with the PJs, too? Oh, my God. <laughs> That's going to be a blemish on your record forever.
1: Forever.
0: <laughs> so um, it actually premiered in uh nineteen nineteen. 2016. Actually, the day after your birthday, Kevin, September 23rd, 2016.
1: Wow.
0: Yes. And so it they are now they they've had they have 3 seasons up. It's on HBO. So they have 3 seasons up. They are getting ready to do season 4. Season 4 is actually premiering April 12th. So like next week we're actually going to be able to see um season 4 of it and I am super excited. Now you know how I am. I don't pay for anything. So <laughs> So we're going to find a way. And so, you know, there there's they're, they're so much new this semester. This semester. This season. <laughs> <laughs> semester or season, it all runs together. So, you know, Issa, everybody's kind of um, redeveloping and refining themselves. And they've all really developed as characters, whether it's in their careers, uh, whether it's in relationships. So, you know, they've come a long way from... Um, them isa and oh i'm trying to remember her her ex-boyfriend's name and i don't know why i can't um is it lawrence so they've come a a long way from just you know kind of shacking up and living together and um lawrence is kind of like is it lawrence am i wrong i think it is lawrence We'll go with that. Yeah, Lawrence. So Jay Ellis plays Lawrence. And so they've come a long way from just him being on the couch and trying to start up this app and Issa carrying everything to all I won't go into everything because it's really good, but it's just really well-written. And even though this was, you know, they're all millennials and this was written with millennials in mind to kind of show millennial relationships. This really has a feel that a lot of people can identify with whether you're a millennial or not um if you're like in a relationship and you're trying to figure out where things are going if you're trying to assess what that next career move is in life this is the show for you because it looks at things in a hilarious way and it's um Everybody knows uh, like somebody who doesn't really have it together. It's like, mm, you're XYZ years old. I need you to actually find a job or something. So it kind of speaks to all those different kind of characters. Everybody knows somebody who's super bougie, and it's like, oh, we don't feel like hanging out with her or him because they're too bougie. not today you know that's not today's not the day so yeah that um that would be one to watch insecure and if I could kind of do a tandem to that in a way it there's a show that is similar and it's it's not it's it just premiered so this is the first season of it it is um a show called 20s on BET
1: have you seen it? I have not seen 20s, but you know what's funny? Whenever a show does something like that where they have a name that, that basically quantifies something like that, I always wonder, like... Well, this show has like a finite. Is like, is it going to be like a like whenever they have like those high school dramas or 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 sitcoms, and then the characters are like based in a school, but then it's like no one ever graduates, or they try to keep them on after they graduate. I wonder, like, with a show called If with Twenties, you know, uh, uh, actually get, getting getting some traction, what happens? Are are the characters like only twenty? So then that means they have like a, they could do ten years of shows, or are they like in their mid twenties? They only have like five years. So I was wonder. I always think about stuff like that when a show basically has some kind of set thing or a name that that's specific like that. I, I always wonder what's going to happen. Like, will that? Sh- will those twenty somethings leave the show and it will focus on a new group of twenty somethings?
0: That's a good. That's a good point because if you think about with um, Pose, what they did, you know, what happened is, you know, they have the the house mother and they have that house, the house of uh, Evangelista, and so. They, you know, if you in this past season, a lot of the old crew has left the house and gone to do other things, and now Blanca is taking on new children exactly that the the idea
1: the the whole idea of a house mother and then the idea that they that her children that they that's what kids do kids grow up and they leave the nest and so i thought that the show would basically kind of keep them on no the show was brave enough to let reality happen we're like no these she did what she was supposed to do what she what she came into their lives to do to help them grow up and to help them to be able to fly free into the world and be you know confident in themselves and she gave that to them and so then she basically uh, had an empty nest And ends up finding some new chicks to put in that nest exactly so it'll be interesting to see if they do
0: that but it feels if you watch it and i'm really enjoying it but to me it feels like it's really tied to these characters and to intro unless they introduce them midway it will be to me it feels like it will be difficult but then again lena waith is the person who created this and and writes for it is i think the um i think she's a showrunner for it as well I I think that it was intentionally made to be final to have some finality to it because I think that To have shows, I think the age of shows going on for donkey's years besides The Simpsons is kind of over now. Because we've now gotten used to this schedule of there's turnover, there's new stuff that happens every so often. So this show might be on for four or five years and then it's done. Five years is stretching it, actually. Let's say the average now is like three or four. And so I think that at that point most people most people probably know or she at least probably knows how the series will end so she's probably thinking of all right spinoffs now for characters or that type of thing
1: well also I think part of it is the fact that when we're going to talk about Pose that was such a groundbreaking show it was such a I, I think it was such a shock that they even got one season of it so I think that season one, they, the way they ended it, they tried to end it as if this is all we're gonna get. That's how much they loved and cared about these characters, that they wanted to have some kind of, you know, beginning, middle, and end if they didn't get a second season. Then they got a second season and they still, not sure, put a bow on it at the end of it. And if we don't get more, it still felt like if you were, if you were that's one thing that's really interesting to me when you stream things now. When you stream a show and you can watch it very in quick succession to feel like if it has a through line where it's like you feel like you've been on a journey and the journey is complete at the end of it. Mm. Honestly, as much as I'm looking forward to season three of Pose, if you were to stream Pose season one and season two on Netflix in its entirety at the end of season two, you would feel like you were, you would, you'd been on a journey and the journey had come to an end and you'd feel satisfied. I think.
0: I think so. I, I'm not going to disagree with you.
1: All right, so um uh, but anyway, Insecure, absolutely an interesting pick. Honestly, I watched Insecure Black Girl on uh, YouTube. I have never gotten around to watching the show. Not Insecure, uh, 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 awkward, awkward Black Girl. Girl. Insecure yeah. Black Girl. Awkward Black Girl. Um, I wa- that was hysterical. I never got around to watching it. I need to look and see if it's available to stream, like on Netflix. You know, if it's on Netflix or if it's still just on HBO. Yeah,
0: no. If if I'm not mistaken, it was supposed to be coming to Netflix by the time you finish with yours, I'll tell you. So, so Kevin, what is your number two pick of shows to stream while you're under quarantine part one?
1: Okay, um, all right, uh, I love sci-fi. Anybody who's a regular listener to the show is uh, knows that. Uh, I, I'm a huge fan. This show we actually reviewed and it took me by surprise. The show is called Final Space.
0: Ah, uh, why did I know you were going to say that?
1: Yeah, it's an it's an animated um action sci-fi adventure comedy and so often when people try to put those kinds of those different kinds of things together, it just doesn't Either the comedy is doesn't work right or the drama, the action, the intrigue, the danger doesn't feel genuine because it feels so laughing and jokey that you, the serious parts don't feel serious or the or the serious parts are so serious that the comedy doesn't feel doesn't feel funny. This show gets it right. The balance. I can't. I, I, uh, I'm I stunned by how it manages to be so funny. Laugh out loud funny and then be heartbreaking in the next scene genuinely heartbreaking um uh, avocado anybody if you know what i'm talking if if just that the word avocado. there's a character called avocado there's a Uh moment with avocado when it happens just like the and the final shot of that episode was just heart ripped out and An animated show, the character design, they're very cute and attractive the way they design the characters. There's a very uh, friendly and a a very accessible way the animation is designed to the characters. But the look of the backgrounds, look of space, is one of the most awe-inspiring kinds of views of outer space that i've ever seen in anything any big budget movie the way they interpret the, uh, uh, the 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 vastness of space the loneliness of space the the possibilities that space holds all of that is given to you in this animated show i am stunned at how good it is the voice acting oh my god Tika Sumter plays uh, Quinn Aragon. She also plays a character called Nightfall. Uh, excellent. Um, uh, uh, Olin Rogers uh, plays Gary Goodspeed, uh, the the lead character. Also, I found out that he's the voice of Mooncake, one of my favorite. Oh my uh, god! Might. I'm I am still waiting for my my Mooncake cereal and my Mooncake uh, uh, t-shirt. I love the show so much. Um. So uh, I recently started rewatching it. And like I told you before, I'm not a rewatcher. But during these difficult times, I need <laughs> my visual comfort food. And I started going back and watching it again. And I was surprised at how riveting it was watching it all over again. So that's, it had to be on my list. The journey is not over. The saga is not over. It's, there's been two seasons of, uh, Final Space. Uh, there's 23 episodes in total. Um, it's available on TBS as well as Cartoon Network. So you, I, I can't recommend it highly enough. It is so moving. It is so funny. It's got so much heart and, and the stakes feel unbelievably high it's so many kind of superhero things like the Avengers the stakes are high the stakes are high the world worlds and the, the galaxies in danger but this feels there's a weight to it and I can't believe. It. again I'm saying this about an animated show the gravity and the weight and when there's loss you feel it so I can't recommend this show highly enough and again if you're a producer of the show please I'll do anything. Let me, I will let me draw a cell. Let me uh, be. Uh, if there's a crowd scene, they have people clapping and yelling. I want to be with people clapping and yelling in the background. Please, I love this show. They will. A- they'll animate you. <laughs> oh my god, it animated me. Oh my god. Oh, please let me hug Mooncake. Please. <laughs> okay, Producer of
0: the show, I think you may want to lock your doors. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I promise to stay six feet away from you at all times. <laughs> all right, <laughs> it's so touchy. What is this? Your number one pick? This is my number one pick. I can't believe we're already at the number one. What? Oh my God, I'm so excited, touchy. <laughs> I say <laughs> you are. So excited. <laughs> What's your number one pick?
0: My number one pick, this is actually a drama, uh, because even though we're going through a lot of drama right now, it, it's a drama that has some feel-good moments to it. So my number one pick is Queen Sugar. Queen Sugar is on, is on OWN, but you can also watch episodes on um,
1: Netflix. On,
0: uh, did they, I think it's on Netflix, but I know it's definitely on Amazon Prime. So you can watch on Amazon Prime. Uh, definitely. So, and it may be on, if I'm not mistaken, I think you're right, it is on Netflix. So uh, it is actually, I love these types of stories that, that include the history, that include drama. I am a huge fan of New Orleans for some reason, and uh, New Orleans and, um, and Louisiana, just because of the level of culture that's there. It's one of the only places in the U.S. that has this type of culture—the African, the um, the Spanish, the French—it's it's just really interesting. So I've always been interested in this, and so created by Ava DuVernay, uh, my my wonderful film queen. I love her, and Oprah Winfrey, and Oprah Winfrey is actually the executive producer. And the thing I love about this, be, before I get to the story, is the fact that. All of the episodes thus far have been directed by women directors. So Ava DuVernay makes a big point out of including women in the space so that they get their chance at, at directing. And they, they've been brilliant they have been brilliant. So it really speaks to the fact of when you give people who haven't been given a chance a chance, that you create something wonderful and beautiful and with a different point of view than the same status quo because these are always the people who get to direct. So that's why everything looks the same. So there's something unique about Queen Sugar. The cinematography, Gorgeous. It feels like you're watching an extended film. The characters are so gripping. I, I just love all of the characters. And so basically, for those of you who've never watched it, it actually focuses on the lives of three siblings, the Bordalone siblings. Uh, Rutina Wesley plays Nova Bordalone, and you'll know Rutina Wesley if you watch Walking Dead. I think this is her, was this her last season on it? No, I'm sorry. Not Walking Dead. True Blood? True Blood. Sorry, yeah, I don't know why. So, I'm thinking. Oh my my, God, I didn't know that
1: she was on The Walking Dead now. I'm like, I am out. No, that's. That's Denai Guerrero.
0: Sorry. <laughs> okay. So I, I, I was the ta- We were talking about Walking Dead on something else yesterday. So yeah. So um, she was on True Blood. So Rutina Wesley was there, and then um, Dawn uh, Lynn, I think is her middle name. Uh, Dawn Lynn Gardner plays Charlie or Charlotte Bordelon, who is like the child that was um. It wasn't really it was kind of an affair so she is um biracial um the biracial child and grew up outside of um Louisiana but she spent summers with them in Louisiana and then finally oh, Kofi Siriboe gorgeous man Here we go <laughs> Mm He's just beautifulness. He plays Ralph Angel Bordelon, and, and I'm going to say this again. Any of you who name your children Ralph Angel because of this, I'm going to get you. But, yeah, so <laughs> I, I'm like, don't do it. But it's a beauty, and I love the name Ralph Angel, so he plays Ralph Angel. And it just talks about the trials and tribulations of, of growing up and being there. And they are actually, they, they're running their father's sugar plantation, and that's a whole thing in and of itself, but just everything, the relationships, the, um, the fact that they, uh, their aunt, um, is, is there and is a very integral part of it runs a, ends up running and owning this restaurant, runs a restaurant, but then ends up owning it. It's just amazing. So my number one pick queen sugar
1: okay while you were talking i looked on netflix and it is not on netflix so you're saying it's okay. on amazon prime now
0: it's on amazon yeah that's because it, I, I don't have at one own. point it
1: was on netflix okay yeah so it
0: was on netflix at one point because i'm like i don't think you're wrong about that i think it was on netflix at one point but i watch it via amazon prime
1: okay well that's good to know that uh, you can uh, still see it i actually watched season one back when i had own, and i do not have own anymore and so Um, I will have to check out more seasons. You're right, what was so fascinating about the first season anyway, was the fact that having so many different directors, but having the look of the show and the feel of the show be so consistent, and yes. such a high level was amazing and I know that these were all female directors who a lot of whom wouldn't have been able to get work had they not or their first big break was being able to direct this show so that's that is really really cool and i will look for uh the future the further seasons on of uh, amazon prime video so thanks for the heads up on that
0: absolutely kevin you know what i want to know Kevin, what is your number one pick of shows to stream while under quarantine? Part
1: one. Oh, one last thing I want to say about uh, a Queen Sugar is I, Re- retina Leslie, I loved her on True Blood. She was my reason for watching that show. So I'm so happy that Queen Sugar has turned into the success that it has and has multiple seasons because that woman is just insane. She is she so is. talented.
0: Yeah, uh, you said Leslie. It's Wesley.
1: Wesley, okay, all right. I was thinking about Leslie Jones. Anyway, oh, yeah. so, um, all right. So my number one pick. Speaking of women that are incredible, that are truly epic, that are yes. forces of nature. Yes. I not only am I talking about the show, but I am actually I'm already jealous. I'm seething with jealousy at all the people listening to this that have never seen this show before, because you're going to get to experience it in a way that I couldn't. Because you get get a chance to watch it all like one after the other, which I would have died for that opportunity as I watched this show. And speaking of dying, this show is called. How to get away with murder.
0: Why did I know that (laughs) was going to be on your list?
1: Oh, my God. Why did Uh, I know? I absolutely love... Uh, the star Viola Davis. Let me tell you a little bit about the show according to uh, I, uh IMDb. It says, A group of ambitious law students and their brilliant criminal defense professor become in, uh, involved, I would say, embroiled in a twisted oh, oh. murder plot uh, that promises to change the course of their lives forever. Oh. So, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> this show, no other show can sustain suspense like this show. Honestly, this show gets going like a freight train on episode one, and the show jumps back and forth through time, It's and it's gorgeously done because the way it's lit, when you're flashing back, there is a kind of a change in the tone, the color uh, palette changes when we're flashing back and we're moving backwards and forwards in time. And there are so many revelations Per season of that show, where you think you're, uh, when you, at the beginning of the season, you think, okay, this happened, and you think that you, you think you, uh, there's that, that saying known knowns and known unknowns. There are things that you think you know, and then it's just like, the show's like, oh, oh, what you thought you knew? Oh, you were wrong. And what you thought you didn't know? <gasps> Wait, I knew this all along? I was right? No, just, oh my God. Up is down, uh, 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 up is down, and down is up. And it is done brilliantly and at the center of this vortex of characters and intrigue and lies and deception and friendship uh, and uh, all happening at the same time. And sexiness, too. That's another thing. The sexiness on this show. They bring the heat.
0: They really do. They bring the heat.
1: And so the show, the mysteries are genuinely good. They have, there's a through line through every season. There is a main murder where we're trying to figure out who killed so-and-so, why, and how can they possibly get away with it. Because the show is called Getting Away With Murder, or How To. And then there's also a through line of the of the characters' lives as they're dealing with this. Their worlds have been turned upside down, and they they become bonded uh together by the this crime bonds. These people that are uh, that weren't friends, that weren't relatives, they become this weird uh kind of uh uh dysfunctional family because of it when we all share this secret and there's love but there's also hatred and resentment that i'm forever tied to you because of this Mm. it is so brilliant uh it's the show's in its final season on abc so you can watch everything on netflix up to the very final season and then that will be on netflix later in the summer i I Can't tell you how at the end of every episode my heart would be pounding like oh my god I can't wait I can't wait for next week. I can't wait for next week So the reason why I'm so jealous and seething with jealousy of uh, all of you who haven't seen the show before is because when that Episode one ends and you get that revelation that reveal of episode one You're like what the and you're like I I have to wait a week No, you can literally just let the sex episode two play and keep watching It is a ride It is an absolute ride. You will love it. If you like murder mysteries, if you like intrigue, if you love scene-chewing acting, I am telling you, Viola Davis is this generation's Betty Davis. She gives you everything. She puts it out there, and the writing. What they give her to do, I don't want to do any spoilers, but the revelations as we've learned about uh, uh, Annalise Keating, that's the character's name that Viola did, we that character is so complicated uh uh so rich and 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 just i can't think of a character that's more fascinating than Annalise keating no one has fascinated me and got under my skin like that character has
0: let me tell you this show does an excellent, excellent pick, by the way, but this show does an excellent job of not only maintaining suspense, but keeping you keeping you guessing and keeping secrets. No spoilers leak at all, ever, ever. You, you think you know, and then they come back and say, you don't know.
1: Oh my god. It's such a satisfying show. It's so um the uh, I'm sad to see it go, but I'm glad that it's actually having an ending because th- there was last year the show was supposedly on the bubble and it was threatened with potential cancellation. And we're like What? You can't just, this Viola Davis does not deserve to just have this just end. This is too incredible of a character to not have a period at the end of the sentence. So I am so glad that ABC brought it back and brought it back for a final season for a curtain call. Nobody deserves a curtain call like Viola Davis take several bows and um and we will leave our seats to give you a standing ovation she won an emmy she was the first woman of color to ever win an emmy for best lead actress in a drama there is it doesn't get more dramatic than this drama so good and also there is joy and fun to be had in this show too i love how when is as, as intense as things can be there can be moments of levity in the show um because it can get so serious and so like you need a little a little bit of l- uh, lightness uh uh infused but also joy and uh uh and fun when Annalise is high she's very high mm-hmm. and she's very fun and then when it, but when it's low it's low <laughs> it's well, swing you- low <laughs> <laughs>
0: but it's real that that's real there are the i think everybody can point to people that they either know or know of that are like that like again she has extreme highs and extreme lows she's gone through a lot in her life um you know i'm not going to say anything because we don't want to spoil for people i haven't said it, but it, this this really is an a good depiction of what happens across section of life
1: yeah and the characters and her students are so that they're so different and so perfectly cast the 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 kind of the group that they that that comes together to form this this fractured family is so interesting and the chinks in their armor and the cracks in the facade as the seasons go by so such a delight and i need to mention one other name sicily tyson yes uh, the queen has, has done some guests uh, uh several guest episodes as uh as the mother of viola davis and scenes what they have together there's a scene i would all i'll say is it takes place in the the childhood home the backyard of the childhood home that annalise keeney grew up in with cicely tyson i'm like i could not make enough emmys for that scene i couldn't make enough <laughs> that's how good it is Oh,
0: absolutely. When you get uh, acting heavy hitters like Cecily Tyson and uh, Viola Davis, I, there's no stopping. So it's only bad writing that would prevent it. But even if it was bad writing, they would bring such goodness to those characters. So you've got good writing and he- heavy hitting uh, actors. Psh.
1: Oh, my God. I agree. Yeah. Uh, good point. One of the last Shonda Rhimes produced shows uh, on uh, ABC. So well, Now that she's over at Netflix. So at we'll Netflix. Your uh, loss, ABC.
0: Your yeah, loss. Yeah, you,
1: you blew it. You blew it. <laughs> All right, Tachi. I can't believe we were, we've come to the end of part one. We've
0: come to the end of part one and to the end of part one relatively on time. <laughs> Yay, <laughs> relatively. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. So, I mean, there's so much that we could talk about, but uh, we we probably want to tell them how they can listen to this episode, right? Tachi,
1: how can they listen other than how they're listening right now?
0: Well, yeah, I was about to say, well, you're listening right now on something. (laughs) But but if you want to try another something to listen to us, you can find us on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, WJMS.com, you can listen to us twice on Tuesdays and Fridays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific. And if for some reason you can't remember any of that, go ahead and listen to us on tvchanneling.com. And by the way, while you're on one of those other platforms, go ahead and write a review. We would love a glowing review um, if you like it. And I don't know why you would listen to the end if you didn't like it. But please write us a review and subscribe because when you subscribe... All of the episodes go to you first. As soon as they drop, you get them. So, with that, I know that Kevin would like to tell you how if for some reason you disagree with our list (laughs) (laughs) of top five, which probably we don't care, but if you disagree with the list...
1: Well, first I care if not unlike Tachi, and if you want to come at us because you've, it's not really top five, it's top ten. Like, screw you! It's top five. Anyway, it's just two times two times five it equals the number exactly. we don't know. Anyway, but <laughs> so. <laughs> So all how right. could they?
0: How could they uh, find us on social to tell us all that?
1: All right. So if you want to reach out to us on social media, it's super easy. So you can uh, reach out to us on Facebook. You can reach out to us on Instagram, and you can reach out to us on Twitter. We are TV channeling everywhere and we are at tv channeling on instagram and on twitter my personal favorite so if there is a new show you'd like us to review or if there is a news story something going on in pop culture you want to hear our take on or if you want to share hand sanitizer with us let us know Mm. reach out
0: Mm. didn't i tell you about that hand sanitizer (laughs) (laughs) Somebody please send him a bottle because he's not going to let this rest.
1: (laughs) So, yeah, so reach out to us. We would absolutely love to hear from you. And like Tachi said, please, a a five-star review would be much appreciated absolutely
0: and with that we're gonna let you get back to your five-star life thank you so much for hanging out with us we love you for listening it's because of you that we even do this we love our listeners and we can't wait to get back to you so we could back get back to you soon we're gonna sign off bye from tachi
1: and goodbye from kevin and remember if you're watching it even under quarantine we're still talking about it
0: cheers
1: (laughs) bye-bye